And good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Kevin at the Historic Linwood Theater Podcast, your go-to place for all information about films and times at the Historic Linwood Theater. I got a special guest sitting here ready to tell you all about the Bainbridge Island Film Festival in just a minute. But first, I wanted to get you the uh, time. So today is Tuesday. It's the 12th of September. OCAP version tonight. Subtitles. Theater Camp, 425 and 635. Wednesday and Thursday, same times, Theater Camp, 425 and 630. Then on Friday, Jules hits town. I'm going to tell you more about that in just a minute, so hang tight. Jules will play Friday at 425 and 630. Saturday and Sunday, it'll play at 225, 425 and 630. And then Monday through Wednesday of next week, we have Jules. We'll play at 425 and 630. And then Thursday, here's a big day. Because on the 21st of September is the opening night of the Bambridge Island Film Festival. So we're going to show Jules only once. It's the matinee at 425. Because at 7 o'clock, we're going to kick off the festivities with This Is Not Financial Advice by local filmmaker Zach Ingrassi, and you're going to want to be here for this one and the post-event party across the street at the Manor House. So there's your schedule. I hope you're happy with that. we got a lot of good stuff here, and I really am looking forward to uh, what's going to happen in just about how many days now? Ten days? Yeah, ten days. In ten days away. Should we start the official countdown? <laughs> we should. Because uh, the Bainbridge Island Film Festival is about to take place. And sitting with me tonight up in the projection booth is the showrunner for the BIFF, Charlie Pokel. Charlie, welcome back. You've been here before. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. Great to be back. Let's talk about the Bainbridge Island Film Festival. Being 10 days out here, what should we expect? What can we look forward to? And give me some of the highlights. Yeah, absolutely. We're getting close. Um, well, we got 12 feature films. Half of them have some sort of connection to the island, which I think is incredibly exciting. And that is big news. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, it might be that an actor played a part, a small part in it, or um, in the case of this documentary, Fanny, a lot of the original archival photography of the documentary came from island resident Linda Wolf, um, which we were talking about before, or in, in the case of our opening night film directed by a BHS grad, Zach and Grassi. Um, and the other feature films are just notable titles from other festivals like Sundance or South by Southwest that haven't yet come out um, in theaters or um, streaming at home. Um, so really exciting films. And of the 31 screenings, 26 of them will have Q&As. So we've got lots of filmmakers here um, in attendance talking about the films and stuff. Terrific. So. Boy, a little something for everybody, huh? Absolutely. Okay. So let's talk about specifically here at the Historic Linwood Theater. On Thursday night at 7 o'clock, this is the 21st now, 10 days from today, we have uh, Zach and Grassi's film, Local, and uh, it's called This Is Not Financial Advice. What have you seen or what have you heard from uh, Zach about the, his latest feature? Yeah, it, uh, this is not financial advice premiered at the Tribeca Film Festival in June. So just um, not too long ago. It's only played maybe uh, two or three places, I think. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, it's his latest documentary. It's about, uh, it follows a couple kind of... Uh, characters uh, living in the wild west of cryptocurrency um, and kind of the, the speculative finances of, um, of, of the modern life. Um, and um, yeah, it, we, it's, um, it's a character study, but at the same time, we, we learn a lot about 
um, kind of what the, the the current economic world is for a lot of people. Um, and it's it's fun. It's it's sad at times. It's it's fascinating. And um, yeah, we're excited to kick off the festival with it. And we will do a Q and A with Zach afterwards, uh, immediately after oh, the yeah. showing, and then across the street for the uh, the gala celebration opening night. Bingo over the Manor House. That's right. Excellent. Let's talk about Friday then. Mm-hmm. What happens uh, the day after the opening Friday? Yeah, and Friday we uh, we start off with our first our first film here is Stuart Udall and the Politics of Beauty at four forty five. And we're currently running the trailer for that on our pre show and between show uh, entertainment, and it looks spectacular. Some incredible uh, cinematic videography in that one. Yeah, and this one's directed by a kind of uh, Seattle regional filmmaker, uh, John DeGroff, who's um, done, worked in documentaries and, and, and done stuff for PBS for, for a long, long time. So it's exciting to show his work here in the festival. Okay, and uh, then Friday we've got uh, two shows or three shows? Uh, we have three shows. So okay. after that we have, at 7 o'clock, we have kind of the prime time on Friday night. We have our Kitsap Shorts program, um, which is exciting. It's eight films um, made by filmmakers in this area or shot um, in this area. Cool. Um, so really, really exciting work um, in that program. So that'll be fun. And you did offer a special um, price for the local filmmakers, did you not? Oh, yeah. For uh, When filmmakers were submitting, they were uh, submission fees were waived for people in Kitsap County and Bainbridge Island and stuff. So yeah. I remember uh, discussing that mm-hmm. in our first get-together, which on the text portion of uh, today's broadcast, I will list the hour that uh, Charlie and I spent together back in who knows six months ago something like that and uh, we went into some uh, very uh, detailed uh, depths about uh, what it takes to put this thing on and I'll tell you up front right now folks that uh, the job that uh, Charlie has done as showrunner for the first annual Bainbridge Island Film Festival not to be confused with Celluloid Bainbridge which ran up until I think three or four years ago. Um, this is a completely new run at it, and, and Charlie has uh, done a magnificent job in putting all this stuff together. You will not believe the amount of work that goes on behind the scenes to pull off something of this magnitude. So again, uh, congrats on that, and I'm really looking forward to enjoying all the the shows that you've put together. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I'm really just excited to share these films with people because they're just they're really special films. All right. Then the big day is Saturday. Well, before then, we actually have a late night film I missed on the last Friday. One, okay. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So at 930 on Friday, we have a film I'm really excited about called Hundreds of Beavers, um, which is a silent supernatural winter epic, um, a black and white feature film that kind of plays like a live action Looney Tunes um, about a, a live um, <laughs> action Looney Tunes. <laughs> yeah, about a, um, a, a drunken Applejack salesman turned fur trapper who has to defeat hundreds of beavers in the snowy wilderness and the beavers and all the animals in the film uh, are people in um in wearing you know um, animal suits and stuff and it's nothing but you know it's silent there's music and effects but mm-hmm. there's no dialogue or anything um and it's hilarious it's wild it's um it feels like a video game at times it's just something it's i've never seen anything like it so hey, where was it produced uh here here uh, uh gosh michigan maybe somewhere here in the u.s okay yeah. All right. Um, and it's been Michigan playing, would seem appropriate. Yeah, right? yeah. And it's been playing other festivals and just um, doing, you know, playing just kind of amazing screenings and people just kind of leaving blown away. So I'm really excited for that. It sounds good. It sounds fun. That's yeah. Friday night at yeah, 7. Yeah, that's our late night. No, this is our late night movie. This is 9.30. 9.30, okay. Yeah. 
So let's meet the three on Friday again. Yeah, uh, we have the uh, we have Stuart Udall and the Politics of Beauty at four forty five. We have our Kitsap Shorts program at seven, and at nine thirty we have hundreds of beavers. Okay, and then we go into the big day on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And give us the lineup for that one. Yeah, so um, we get rocking at eleven thirty on Saturday with Chronicles of a Wandering Saint, uh, an Argentinian feature film that played South by Southwest and won the Adam Yao Cornblower Award. Huh. Um, it's a tremendous film. It's it's like a magic. It's a uh, it's got a magical realist bent that you don't um, that sneaks up on you. It kind of plays like a a more kind of standard um, international nuanced drama, well absorbed nuanced observed nuanced drama, and then about twenty or thirty minutes in, it kind of kicks into a whole new gear, um, and it really comes and, and kind of sneaks up on you or it takes you by surprise without um, switching genres. Uh, yeah, it doesn't, I wouldn't say it gets, you know, the magical realism comes in, but it mm-hmm. still stays correct. The, the genre still kind of stays present and, um, it's just a, such a treat and it just, um, it's one of those films that makes you feel so incredibly alive. And, Terrific. Yeah. And then, um, after that, um, let's see at, at one we have a documentary called Dottie Wanisi, uh, also called We Will Speak, which is a documentary about, um, the kind of the disappearance of the Cherokee language and how, um, people are, are, Pass, people who can speak the Cherokee language are passing away faster than people are learning the language. Um, and so um, it's about kind of um, people learning the language and activists trying to kind of reteach and spark kind of um, and save the, the Cherokee language. Um, and then at um, four o'clock here, we have Odd Hours No Pay Cool Hat, which is a documentary um, made by the Bainbridge based uh, production company Vignette Creative. Uh, the film was directed by um, Gary Matoso and Cameron Zahori. And uh, it uh, tells the story of volunteer firefighters all around um, the country um, in various places. Um, and really beautifully shot, um, really wonderful stories and portraits of Americans um, in different corners of America. Are we doing uh, Q&As on oh, Saturday? Oh, yeah. So all of these will have a Q&A. Um, Chronicles of Wandering Saint uh, will have an intro in, rather than a Q&A because the okay. filmmakers have to get going over to D.C. for the AFI Latin America Film Festival, which All is right. the, the biggest Latin American film festival here in the country. Um, let, and me, then, let me interject yeah, yeah, please. Some, something here at this point. Yeah. Uh, when we talk about, <clears throat> we use it rather flippantly, we say Q&A, it, it has always been my experience that when it comes to putting the filmmaker or the director or the star up on the stage with the microphone in the spotlight, uh, people are in the audience and they don't really know what to ask or what to say. Has this been your experience as well? Um, I, you know, good Q and A's, I think have a good moderator and usually okay. will you know, are you going to be us, doing that? Uh, for ones like, you know, if there's an overlap, so a different person from my team will do it, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'll be handling maybe two okay. thirds or something of okay. the, the Q and A's. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, my take is a good moderator is able to, even if with a quiet audience can get you going, ask a good question themselves. Right. Good point. And if you get good enough question. And you get a great answer. Audience is going to immediately want to right. follow that up, right? Right. right. Um, oh my God, I can't believe that! And then so hands, <laughs> air, hands right? go so, up. Yeah. Uh, I think what I was getting at was if you have uh, something that is intriguing to you about local filmmakers, about uh, what we do here at the Historical Theater, about the way that Hollywood works, about the way that uh, the circuit festival works. Have your question ready to go. Um, We don't have a lot of time between shows, but we will make the time. And as you pointed out, the better the question, the better the response. Yeah. 
That's a great point. Have your questions ready. All right, let's continue. Where were we? Um, yeah, moving along. So, uh, after odd hours, no pay, cool hat, um, we have our Island Spotlight selection, which is, um, the film Ingress directed by Rachel Noel James. And this is um, a film shot entirely on Bainbridge Island. Um, and, um, Rachel is a film, a Bainbridge based filmmaker. So, um, this is a really special film that we're excited to show. Um, you know, all the locations are going to be familiar to audiences, uh, but also really, a really interesting sci-fi love story. Um, that, um, yeah, I think is, has, brings up a lot of interesting, um, ideas that I think are relevant, uh, in a lot of the kind of the sci-fi conversations that are being had in, in, um, in books and in the news. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we finished the night out with uh, Late Night Shorts, which is a, um, a collection of about, I think, seven or eight short films that are very weird or squeamish <laughs> or scary. Oh, um, you know, <laughs> things that um, uh, for a little, you know, kind of more mature audiences. OK, um, so that'll be on Saturday night at 930. And that's the uh, last show of the night for Saturday. Yep, late Night okay. Shorts. Yeah. All right. And um, then we go into the final day on Sunday, 24th of September. And what's in store for that day? Yeah, we start off with um, a, a wonderful black and white uh, indie comedy called Fremont that um, played at uh, Sundance this year and is just coming out in the theaters um, pretty soon. Um, is this our Fremont? No, Fremont, California. Oh, okay. Great question. Um, Fremont, California. And it's, um, it's about an Afghanistani woman who's um, an ex-translator who works at a fortune cookie factory and um, is kind of um, uh, trying to just uh, f- uh, find herself and kind of, you know, um, uh, uh, come to terms with her job and her friends and relationships and that kind of thing. Um, but it's, it's very um, funny and there's some really great actors in it and stuff. So. Okay. Um, and it just won the Grand Prix at the Deauville Film Festival in France just a few days ago. Um, so Fremont kicks us off at 12 noon. Um, at 2 o'clock, we have uh, Al Warren's Dogleg, which is a narrative uh, fiction comedy um, about a, um, a, the, the, the writer-director play, uh, basically plays, uh, also stars in it, um, a guy named Al Warren, and he uh, plays a filmmaker who uh, loses his fiance's dog at a gender reveal party and has to kind of um, balance uh, the aftermath of that with uh, his responsibilities in Los Angeles. This one's getting some buzz. I've, I've seen and heard a lot of talk about it. Yeah, it's a fun film. It reminds me of um, of uh, Martin Scorsese's After Hours in that it's a it's sets it's taken place over, you know, maybe a day and mm-hmm. the characters that are come in and out of this are just pretty, um, pretty, uh, you know, hard to, hard to believe, you know, in okay. the best way possible. Um, just pretty kind of wild. Is, is there a local hook with that one? What's the connection? Uh, the connection there is one of those characters that, uh, encounter that our protagonist encounters is, um, uh, a Bainbridge, uh, raised, uh, actor and, um, um, uh, Jamie Granado, who lives in L.A. now, um, actually son of Sam Granado. Right. Right. The There's your Lincoln. connection. So there's your connection. There. That's as close as it gets because obviously yeah. Sam Granado is one of our owners. <laughs> so, uh, And Jamie comes in quite often, too. So uh, that'll be great. That That's uh, exactly the buzz that I was hearing because internally it has uh, gotten around a little bit. Yeah, and then we're going to be following that up at 4.45 with um, a documentary, Fanny, the Right to Rock, which is a a documentary about um, a Filipino-American-founded California garage band from the 60s that um, 
David Bowie was a big fan of. That was kind of the the first, um, you know, all-female band to release an LP on a major label. And um, they'd kind of been forgotten by time. And so it's Mm -hmm. a, a, you know, the film that rediscovers, that helps us introduce this important band and and kind of see where they are today and stuff. And that one has a big island connection, too, in that um, the person who was living with, actually, the members of Fanny when they were getting signed to the major label in L.A. in the 60s um, was now Bainbridge resident, um, former or still photographer, uh, Linda Wolf. Um, and so she contributed photographs for the documentary, obviously. So we're going to have um, Linda's going to be here for the Q&As. And we're also bringing up um, from Portland, the original drummer for Fanny, Bree Darling. Um, and Bree is going to do a couple songs for us and they'll do a Q&A for us as well. So, that's terrific. Yeah. And good work. So that's really exciting. Um, and then we, our last film for Sunday is our closing night film, which is um, Erica Tremblay's um, fiction film Fancy Dance, starring um, Lily Gladstone, who's um, um, going to be coming up in October, playing opposite uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon. Goodness. So, yeah, it's going to be quite a net six months a year for Lily. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely. And she's got a couple other great um, independent films that are out and coming out soon, too. So, um, you know, keep, keep an eye out for her, for sure. So um, this is a wonderful film about... Um, um, sad at times, but um, um, a story of um, a friendship between two Native women um, who are searching for a, a missing friend of theirs, a missing sister, actually. So um, it's a drama, and it's very much um, rooted in the the real problems that are you know we're facing um, across the country um, in different Native American um, communities and stuff. And so it's um, but it's also heartwarming and it's um, funny and it's um, exciting. Um, and it's a beautiful film. And it's co-written by a Seattle-based screenwriter, uh, Mikiana Elise. Um, uh, yeah. So we're excited, really excited to be showing that. And that premiered at Sundance this year um, and is coming out, I believe, uh, later this year or early next year. Outstanding work. And uh, so how many films total now? So we have uh, 13 feature films and, um, th- uh, let's see, 31 short films, I believe. 31 shorts. Okay. About, about. At four venues. Uh, uh-huh. Bainbridge Cinemas, ourselves here at the historic Linwood, Bema, and Island Center Community Hall. That's correct, yeah. Okay. That's good work, mate. Thank you. That's a huge effort. So <laughs> you're going to be a busy guy, yep, as if yep. you haven't been already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just really, these are tremendous films, and I just, I can't wait for people to see them. So Let's send our audience uh, to the place where they can purchase tickets. Yeah, it's our website, which is simply bifilmfest.org. Um, you'll see the schedule there, the grid, all the films. It's super easy there. Okay. So, yeah. All right. A- anything else you'd like to uh, leave us with, uh, Mr. Showrunner? No, that's, you know, don't feel intimidated. Most of the films play twice so that there's some flexibility in your schedule making. So if you say, mm-hmm. oh, this film looks great, but I can't make that time, look and see when else it might be playing. It- is there any way that you can incorporate uh, the audience and their comments and their feelings about the different films and then we can take a look at all of them uh, after the fact and create does anybody do that at uh, festivals you know what I've seen well I not at festivals but I've seen or, I mean I'm sure that it, it does happen but they're mm-hmm. one of my favorite theaters I grew up in New Jersey um, this theater Montclair called the Claridge has a like a bulletin board basically and oh. you have these little little pieces of paper you can fill out Three after you come fives. out of the movie 
Kind of, yeah. And they're they're not even they're like just regular. They just cut eight and a half elevens into like four oh. squares or something. And it's you know title the movie. I can, can do the math a, if you give me about an there hour. There you go, right? <laughs> uh, title the movie. You know, you give it a letter grade, and then you uh-huh. can put comments, right? And it's always really funny because it's like if you're inclined to comment, it usually means you either loved it or you hate it, right? So it's, it's sure it's always funny to see all these like yes. hey, you know why they yeah. love it, and then f, you know like nobody um, ever says I'm still sitting on the fence. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. Right? But, um, That's terrific. You know so. We're going to do something similar, except we're going to take the modern day digital approach. And we're going to say, if you saw a film and you were either one of the polar extremes, you loved it or you hated it, let us know. Come to this site. Call me on the phone. You can send us an email. You can come in and say, hey, you know, about the dog leg. And, uh, you know, take as long as you want, as many words. There's no character minimum or maximum. Tell us what you think, because that's what drives the publicity. We have... Over the years, come to the (laughs) marketing belief that our best form of advertising is the good old standby word of mouth. So when somebody says, hey, I really like this film, why don't you check it out? I know the filmmaker, I know the director, I have an an association with the cinematographer, the best boy grip, whatever. Um, That's an interesting way to share your opinions on the experience of watching whatever movie it is that you want to comment upon. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell your okay. friends. Uh, anything else you want to leave us with, Charlie? No, that's it. You know, tell your, tell you, spread the word. It's the first year. So um, a lot of people just don't know about us yet. So I just, I, you know, I don't want it to finish and people say, Oh, that sounds like it was a lot, would have been a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, I, I want people to be there and to be able to enjoy this stuff. Interestingly or paradoxically, um, this is the first annual Bambridge Island Film Festival. It seems to me that every time that I log on to my favorite social media site, I'm hearing about the Orcas Island Film Festival, the Port Orchard Film Festival, the Paulsbo Film Festival. And now we have the first annual Bainbridge Island Film Festival. And I tell you what, folks, I'm here to say this right now. If we don't pull the first one off, there won't be a second. Because Charlie has been putting so much work into this. The uh, Bamberton Arts and Humanity has gregariously backed your efforts. And, uh, you know, we need the support of the community. Now, it's in your court. Come on out and join us. It's the Bambridge Island Film Festival. It starts the 21st. That's a Thursday. It's 10 days from today, 7 o'clock with Zach Ingrassi's This Is Not Financial Advice. Charlie, thanks for spending the time with us tonight. It's always a pleasure talking to you about the movies, man. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. Appreciate it. Can't wait. That's it. We're out of here for tonight. Kevin at the Historic Limit Theater Podcast. We'll see you tomorrow at the movies. <laughs> <laughs>